0: Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampian. And my guest today is the CEO and founder of Second and Six Clothing, Mr. Keith Hardy. Thank you for joining me.
1: Yes, sir. CEO, founder himself, man.
0: First of all, that that is a very unique name for your clothing brand. How did you come up with it?
1: Man, honestly, it was something Um, I basically wanted to put my life story in the clothing brand, man. It was a long journey, man. So basically what I did was I put both of my passion together. I always was in the fashion. My first plan, A, what I wanted to do, I wanted to put my name on something, give back to the community, like put my name on a recreation center or like a football field of my old alma mater high school. But that didn't go as planned because I got injured in college. So that was like a plan, like if if I was to get to the NFL or something, you know, just give back. But um, so Plan B was, you know, I was always in the fashion, so I wanted to give back through clothes. I said, you know what? Let me put both of my passions together, which is family and football. So, the football uh, aspect of the name is second to six came from my first collegiate touchdown. Meaning, my first touchdown in college was on second down, six yards ago. I never forget. It was a homecoming Halloween night. First time my college team wore all orange. I was having a, a a bad week of practice, and my coach kind of threats me and says, you know what? I ain't going to put you in if you continue this, man. I, we got a plan for you. This week, you know, it was, it, it was senior. It was my senior year. He was like, you know what? We got to get you in the end zone this week. So he drew up a play for me. And on Halloween night, man, it went as perfect as planned. I got in, threw me the ball 60 yards down the field. I'm in the touchdown. So that's what a of a football part of it comes from. But in the family aspect, what I was passionate about is my mother had six boys, all boys, and I'm the second born out of six kids. So I just incorporated all of in my clothing brand, and I came up with second and sixth. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so that's where that comes from, man.
0: Now, where'd you go to college? I went to a few
1: colleges. Started off at Virginia Union, went to Lackawanna College, which is a junior college. Virginia Union, all-black college. Then I also Went to Carson Newman College. It's the D two. It was a D two powerhouse in Jefferson City, D- uh, Tennessee.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So you so you went to like three different schools?
1: Yeah, three different schools. Yeah, yeah. It was all it was all for a purpose. My first time when I was going to Virginia Union, that was to get my grades up. Then I got there, got the party, and then, you know, that kind of fell through, so I had to get on track and get my grades up. Then I went to uh junior college, uh at Lackawanna College. Then I tried to do my thing there, you know what I'm saying. Then I was granted a scholarship to go to Carson Newman College, man. And then that's when I finished my journey.
0: Where's where's the second one? Lack like, like Luna? Lack. Like, that's ooh. in Scranton,
1: Pennsylvania. Yeah, it was uh When I went there, it was ranked in the top ten in uh and football in junior college. It was really good. Yeah, it's in Scranton, Pennsylvania, all the way up by Penn State, all the way up there.
0: You said Scranton.
1: Yeah, Scranton. Uh huh. By Hazleton, Pennsylvania. I ain't never heard of it. Until I actually got there. I was like, wow, that's crazy.
0: Well, that's where Joe Biden from, right?
1: Uh, don't give me the line. I don't need man. I don't, eat. <laughs> I don't even want to put that out there. Not on my watch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't need all about that one right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm about 90% sure he from Scranton. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's that. But
1: that's it. Then. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, that's it. Hey, look, that's it, then. <laughs>
0: So what you said unfortunately you, your dream got derailed because of an injury.
1: Yeah, it was a little bit of it's a little, it was a little bit of a little bit of everything, man. I didn't get the opportunities I really wanted in college. It it, it was multiple reasons, man. You know, only had two years to play. When I got there, you had people that a red shirt, that had been there three years. So it was an opportunity-based thing, you know what I'm saying? So uh coming from junior college, like uh I got a scholarship to go there. So it was like a plug-and-play type of thing. But when I got there, we already had, man, we had some dogs there already. That was pretty good. So it was kind of I had to wait my turn. And then when my turn came around, my pro day came around. And, man, I was on the sideline with a boot, man. Watch a couple dudes that I played with uh, do their pro day. I seen scouts out there, man. It was crazy, man. First time I ever seen an NFL scout. And I was on the sideline with a boot, man, just to see my teammates go out there and perform, man. There was a couple of teammates I played with that was in the NFL for years. One of them by the name of um, Chris Jones, he played with the uh, Dallas Cowboys for about about 10 years, starting punter. So he was pretty good. He was legendary in college. So yeah, I I played with some good athletes.
0: Man, so how tough was it for you to be on a pro day? Watching uh, watching your teammates um, perform at a pro day, but you couldn't.
1: Man, when I tell you, it was like, Man, how can I, how can I explain it all in words, man? It was traumatizing. I'm gonna say that it was traumatizing because I've been playing football since I was literally eight years old. Been playing football that long. And I put everything, blood, sweat, and tears, and to go to three different colleges. Man, almost put myself in debt. The first college did all this. That was always going through my mind. And this is the day that I really wanted to come. And it's like my dream came and it was like, damn, when you get to the top like this, now you hit, now this is when you supposed to perform. You know what I'm saying? This is what you've been waiting for all your life. It's like, dang, you got a nag. I had a nagging a- ankle injury. It wasn't like me. I didn't, I didn't need surgery, but it was like one of them thing, type of things where it'll nag and early so often it'll hurt. And then it was just hurting that that week. And I didn't really get to go. You know, my coach told me sit out. I even talked to a couple of scouts. They was like, let it heal. And, you know, Maybe we can do something in the future at another location. And, man, it was just heartbreaking, man. And like I said, just to see my guys out there that I went on the battlefield with, man, they was out there doing their thing. I was happy for them. And I was just like, man, it's crazy because this is where I was supposed to be at, man. This is what I worked all my life for, you know? So when I got there and it was like, dang, I can't do it, it put me in, it honestly put me in depression mode for years, man. You you like one of the first people I ever told this to, and this is on the podcast. And you hear it from my mouth. I was depressed for some years, man. Ain't nobody know, but I was depressed for years
0: after that. Mm. What would you say? I mean, I I, I kind of know the answer, but I just want you to verbalize it. Like, what made you so depressed? Just by football being
1: like my first love. Watching it, I mean, before I even got in college, I used to watch college football every Sunday. I ain't want to play with my friends. I ain't want to be out with no girls. I was literally stuck in front of the TV looking at college football. And I said, you know what? When I get there, I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm going to do this. Like, I literally had it planned out. And when it came, it was just like, God was just like, you know what? This is what you came here for. But he had, it's like, he had other plans for me, man. Like, I played on ESPN. Like, it was crazy. Everything I wanted to do, it happened. But it's like, it didn't happen like the way I wanted. And like I said. It, dep- it, 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 it really depressed me because I was really depressed because when I came home after I graduated college, I actually, I was going to, I'll never forget, this is a story that don't nobody know even. I was going to, what was it, the Giant for my grandmother? She had asked me to grab a couple of groceries for her. And I seen one of the guys I actually played football with. And the first thing he looked at me and said was, why are you here? And I'm like, what you mean? Because I didn't know where he was coming from. So, you know, we usually joke, you know, how we was back in Dan high school. He's like, nah, why you here? I'm like, what you mean? He's like, man, you supposed to be in the NFL somewhere. And when I thought about it, like, you know, after I left him, you know, we talked for a little bit and after I left him, I said, Why? It's people that's out there that look at me as I supposed to be in the NFL. That's crazy. It's people out there that look at me, think I supposed to be there more than I think of myself. You know what I'm saying? So that actually made it even worse, put me in more depression. I'm like, I got other people looking highly, thinking highly of me more than me. And I'm settling, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, dang, man, like, you know what I'm saying? I need to get healthy so I can go back out there. And by the time I was ready, it was like the, the desire went away only because it was like now I'm in the real world. I, I, I done graduated, got two degrees in business. So now it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting old in football terms. You know what I'm saying? And I still mm-hmm. ain't fully healed. So it was like, now, now you get in that world where you got to find your career and you got to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that real world that they tell you about after college. So it was just how, awesome. how old were you? When I graduated, I was 20, what, two,
0: 22, 2000.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was 22. Yep, yeah.
0: And- Wow, and so at twenty two, you felt like it was over at twenty two because that's still pretty young. Yeah, only because when I got home,
1: when I came home, it was other stuff that I was dealing with. My mother had just got sick. My mother had had a stroke for the first time, and that 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 took me back. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know how to handle that, so I kind of came in as like that that nursy type of child, being there for my mom and all that, and then it's like. But dang, now I got to work to take care of her. So all that came into play on top of me still trying to follow my dream. You know, my, my resources was way in Tennessee where my college was at. You know what I'm saying? So it was, a, it was a little bit of everything. You know what I'm saying? So my resources up here, I didn't really have none. And it was just more so like, man, I was just feeling sorry for myself. Let me say that. I was feeling sorry for myself that I, I didn't make. I feel like I let my family down. Because like I said, I put everything into football, man. When I say everything... Everything into football, like it was no. I had no off season. Football season was over. I'm practicing with the track team. When it, mm-hmm. when, when when uh the track to, uh when the track team was over, when, uh, indoor track was over. I was on outdoor track. Like I never had like an off season where I can just rest. Even like the Christmas breaks and the summer breaks, I was at school lifting weights and doing stuff just to better myself. You know what I'm saying? Just make myself a better all around athlete. And then you know, like I said, to not have that day. That I wanted on that pro day, man, that was that, that was major. That was major. That major that played a major impact on my life, man. So that's why
0: I'm here. I'm here to tell the truth, to tell a story. Now, how long did your did, how long did your depression last?
1: Uh, I would say from about let me see. I say from about, about three years from football. Cause it's crazy because I was depressed from football, and then it's like, as I was getting over that, and like, well, you know what? I was accepting the fact that, dang, I I ain't get to make it. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? It was that down. As I was getting over that, my mother was getting sicker and sicker. So it was like, dang! Soon as I'm getting over that, now and it's like now and I gotta, I see my mother losing all this weight and just getting sick. So I was like, you know what? So now that depression coming on. So now it's like, damn, I just can't, I can't win at this point. You know what I'm saying?
0: Can I, can I stop you for a second? Because I've never, this is something new that I'm hearing. Like, you, you it, what you're describing doesn't sound like overall depression. It was like, you, you're basically saying you was only depressed in one area of your life. Is that accurate? At, at, yeah.
1: At one point, it was just football. Like I said, that's all, man, that's all I knew. And <laughs> like, You know what I'm saying? I played other sports recreational-wise, but football was the ticket. Football was the ticket out the hood. Football was the ticket to get my family in a house. Football was everything. So I kind of, you know, put put my all in that, you know. And then, like I said, that didn't work out. So I was a couple years, I was depressed. And i never forget, I talked to um, one of the scouts. I forgot to mention, I talked to one of the scouts, and he actually gave me his number on the pro day. So we had talked periodically every, like, maybe once every six months. And I had talked to him. and He had told me, like, that's when I said, you know, I was getting older. He was like, well, look, you're 24 at the time. You know, your, your ankle really still ain't healed like you wanted to. Um, well, maybe you should start thinking about, you know, either um, playing, um, he was like, either uh, coaching. Or he said you could play semi-pro ball just to get some tape on film. Like, he was just giving me different options. And then he said, Oh, also, man, you can train it. So he gave me different options or whatnot. And then it was like, that's what had me started thinking. So that's was like, okay, you know what? I could still be into football, but just like on the playing field. Maybe I can, you know, coach up some kids and the stuff that I that no one taught me, or the stuff that I had to learn on my own, I could put that in them at an early age and make them advance way more than my I was at their age. So I was looking into that, trying to make an impact through that. And like I said, once I even got my mind clear of me trying to impact somebody else's child, it's like boom. I'm the child that's being impacted, you know, that's being traumatized because my mother had a stroke. And like I said, she was sick. So that that kind of, you know, put a pause on what I want to do, listen to the scout
0: mm-hmm. by the name of Marvin. What was his name? I'm sorry, it kind of broke Mickey
1: out. Marvin. He, his name was Mickey Marvin. He was a uh he was an all all pro guard that played for the Oakland Raiders in the 70s. Okay. One bowls with them. Yeah.
0: You said you you said you lost your love for the game, which made me think of an interesting question. Did you ever find yourself hating the game of football? Nah. So let me let me if I
1: said I lost, if I lost my love, let me take that back. I never lost my love. It was just I knew I couldn't do nothing about it. So it was more so like, it was like that, 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 that dog in me was still there when it came to football, but it was more so like, man, the love was there, but it was like, I can't do that. I can't play like I want to. So it was like, I was kind of mad at myself. So I even stopped watching football for a minute and all that, even though, like I told you at first, it was my first love. That's all I knew from eight Mm. years old. All I knew was football. Wow.
0: How did you get out of the depression?
1: Uh, starting to um, starting to look at football more and starting to look at the people, testimonies and stories that kind of was like mine and even worse than mine. So it was kind of like, okay, this is some like this is not rare. This this happens often. You know what I'm saying. So you're not the only one. Things happen. It didn't go your way. So now you know people. I seen people. Um, Find themselves in um, other avenues and stream of income that they impact the world. Like somebody like a uh, Dwayne Johnson, like The Rock. I look at I look at his testimony. He was a he was a um, football player at the University of Miami. I didn't even know he played football.
0: <laughs>
1: Let him tell the story. Yeah, I didn't even know he played for. Let him tell the story. He was like, man, he sucked in football. You know what I'm saying? And then now, he played for University of Miami when they was really really good. Then Years later, you look at him on TV and he a multi-millionaire being a wrestler. So I'm like, you know what? He he switched gears. His pivot was real, like something that he liked at first, and then it didn't work out. Then he moved to something else that he been become. He became loving. Then guess what? Now he a multi-millionaire. So I said, you know what? This ain't the end of the road for me. You know what I'm saying? Football was my everything, but guess what? I could also impact by doing other things. So that's when I started. You know looking at other avenues and stuff like that. That's what got me, you know, and I started working out, you know, just getting, getting myself back, you know, being me. And then that's what kind of got me out of. Did
0: you ever get into the coaching?
1: Nah, I didn't. At first I thought I could, and I was still being selfish for myself. So I know I was saying at one point I wanted to get into it, but it was a couple of reasons. It was because of the coach that, um, that I was gonna uh coach under, he actually stopped coaching. He resigned at that uh at that school. And also, like I said, that happened and then the trauma that I was um going through with my mom. So that kind of kept me out of it, you know what I'm saying? So yeah.
0: But you also said you you were being selfish. What did you what what is what do you mean by that? Selfish,
1: still feel, still feeling sorry for myself, still saying, like, you know what, dang, I ain't make it, man. So I ain't make it, and you know what, I can't give a kid my all. Cause I'm still suffering from me not making it and giving my all. So I can't give a kid my all when I'm still, you know, in that dark cloud that I had over me as far as the football situation.
0: Okay, okay. Is it is it completely off the table now, or would you consider doing it?
1: Oh, no, nah, now nah, Coaching is actually on the table. So now, with my brand, what I'm doing is, I'm sponsoring uh, schools now. I'm sponsoring... um youth the football youth like youth team so what i said was my first alma mater my high school i went to i want to sponsor them first so i had some uh, talks with them and they said yeah it's, it's a go so now i'm into sponsoring kids like doing stuff like that Want my want my uh my brand to be out there so i'm going that route first and then incorporating the, uh the coaching on the back of you.
0: let's talk about the brand because you it's a good segue um what year did you launch
1: 2019 the end of 2019 i actually did it the uh
0: the year my mom passed
1: okay yeah, yeah. my mom passed in the end of 2019 and I, I launched that year that was a memorable uh you know year for me so i said you know what i want to do something for the family and and that's how i did it i did it that year
0: oh first of all my is about losing your mom yeah, yeah, that was that was that was major for me. That took it. That definitely t- I
1: definitely took a real a real hit. A real hit. Cause that's all I had, you know, my mom and uh my grandmother. So yeah, that's all I kinda had.
0: This is a tough question, but I feel I need to ask it. Um, had your mom not passed, do you think you would have launched in 2019? Um
1: Mm, nah, honestly, I think I would have probably waited another year. Cause I was still learning, you know, learn, I was still a rookie. So I'm still learning stuff. And, you know, getting uh advice from people, getting resources, learning about resources. And it was so much stuff that I had to learn. But I kind of just jumped out there because I said, you know what? Just something I wanna, you know, it it it's time, you know. Mom passed, so what you gonna do now? You know what I'm saying? You can't sit there and and, and cry about it and all that. You can do that, but you know. You're still going to be in the same position. So I said, I know she's looking down on me. She's proud of me. as everything I'm doing. So let me go ahead and jump out there. And that's when I jumped out there. But I'm glad it's funny because I'm glad I did jump out there beforehand so I can learn certain stuff, do pop-up shops and all that because the very next year, as soon as I got to going and my my momentum started, the whole world shut down with the pandemic. It's crazy. I'm so glad I did it in 2019.
0: I'm going to come back to the, the COVID thing, but is it safe to say that launching a brand was was also like a heal part of your healing process?
1: Yeah, it definitely was because that kept, it kept, it kept the it kept the family thing going. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I told myself, I told my mom, I said, I want you to see my brand before, you know, before anything happened to you, you know, mom and I was like, man, I, I used to, I used to go visit her at the hospital, you know what I'm saying? When She was sick. I would always with my brand up there. She would always say, look nice and stuff like that. I like what you're doing we would take pictures together, you know, stuff like that. And I just wanted her to see it, you know what I'm saying? Let her know that I'm doing something positive, you know what I'm saying? I got the family behind it, you know what I'm saying? This represent representing us, Mom, you know what I'm saying? What you what you spit out is us, you know what I'm saying? So she was all for it, you know what I'm saying? Okay.
0: Now let's go back to the COVID because you said you launched and um, then soon after you launched, COVID, COVID happened. So how did that impact you business-wise?
1: Actually, um, it really, it really didn't take a hit for real, for real, because it's crazy because it was like, it's funny to say this, but it's like when COVID hit, it seemed like people had more money to spend. I lie to you. (laughs) I I, I promise you. Man, them stimulus checks, man. I don't know if they were saving them. I don't know what they was doing, but I'm trying to. Tell you. Man, man, it seemed like I sold more during the, with the world.
0: That Business <laughs> was booming.
1: Yeah, I know. I said, shut it down again. Shut the government down, shut everything.
0: <laughs> Keep bringing that money in. <laughs> when, so- when, it, when it first happened, did, did you have any, like, were you nervous about it? Because, I mean... The world shut down is a big thing, especially when you, you know, when you're relying on people for sales. Man, when I tell you, man, it was crazy. I
1: didn't know what to expect. I was like, you know what? I just need to stay safe and sound, kind of do what they tell me to do, you know, wear the mask, whatever, stay home. But then it was like, uh, I quickly learned that just because it ain't no hand-to-hand action or, you know, you fix it physically, giving somebody like some merch, people went straight online, man, to started shopping, literally. So I'm selling my merch through my social medias, through Facebook, through Instagram. It's crazy. I didn't think it was going to be like that, but hey, I had to pivot real quick, had to pivot real quick and learn how to do that online business, man. And then that got the boom. So like I said, as soon as I got, as soon as I got some momentum to do like physical hand-to-hand merch, you know what I'm saying, was kind of selling out my trunk, you know, doing this, selling out my shop. It was it was crazy. Then I had to transition a few months later to online, to shipping. So now and I'm like, now I got to package stuff up. I'm sending it across different states, across the West Coast. Like, it, it it was
0: crazy, man. It was crazy. What was the feeling like to, because, you know, we all we all have goals and dreams and, we launch. And then when you look at this, because we're in the D.C. area, we're one of the few areas that we we do a lot of local. Well, it's it's starting to expand more, but I think you know what I'm talking about. Like, we we have a lot of local brands. You know what I'm talking about, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Local brands, yeah. i have been here for a minute. Yeah, since right. I was young.
0: So what was it like for you to have to ship your brand to a new state?
1: Man, it was mind-blowing. It was crazy because me thinking, I'm thinking, okay, when I first started a brand, I'm gonna be doing everything local, you know. what I'm saying I wanna, I want, I wanna catch the attention from the people that I know, the people that's around this area. And it's crazy because once I put it online, everybody across the different states, you know, they it was catching their eye, like people I went to college with, people uh, friends that I met outside of the DC, the DMV area, they caught it and I was getting more, I was getting more sales. Outside of the state than in the state.
0: Mm.
1: It's crazy to say. And I never would imagine that. Cause I'm like, you know what? These people that's hands on, they can reach me, that can pull up on me. And I got people that's, you know, that's 100 miles away. They're like, you know what? Man, ship it to me. You know, I can cash, have you whatever you need or, you know, however, have you wanna do it. PayPal, man, I'm ready. And it's just crazy. Cause I'm actually writing my company name and shipping it out. It was mind blowing at first. I, because I never saw that coming, man. I never saw that coming. I thought I would have had to grab everybody's attention in this area and then you know once my name started buzzing then I can go ahead, you know, branch out to, you know, other areas in the East Coast and stuff like that, you know.
0: You mentioned the impact of social media. Um how how long did it take for you to grasp like how to market and how to get your product out there effectively using social media?
1: It's crazy because I I was never really a social media person. <laughs> I wasn't really a social media person, so it's like I had to learn quick. When I had to learn quick, I'm talking about I'm on YouTube. I'm looking at videos, how to get it out there. I'm I'm doing I'm doing a lot, man. Then I had my little uh, my little cousins. They teaching me how to do certain stuff, put it on video, make the effects. I'm like, you know what? I got to do all that. So I sat there <laughs> and studied for a few months, man. And then I just started putting myself out there. I was always photogenic. So I knew how to take pictures. So Mm -hmm. then I was like, you know what? Let me set myself apart by taking certain pictures, putting like effect to it, put a little something to it, you know what I'm saying? Just to catch the eye. That's all, you know, I just want to do it like that.
0: Let me, I just thought of something that's really interesting. Um, We both know the physical toll football takes. and I mean, now with the CTE and all the brain injuries, we have to say the mental toll. Now that you got years to process that and, and look at the data and see the possible effects of playing football, are you more pleased that things turn out the way they are now or e- or even knowing what you know, you still would have wanted to make it like to the NFL? Oh, no,
1: nah, man. That, like I said, man, that that there, that would have, man, that would have been everything. That would have just put me, uh, that would have got my family where I wanted them to be. So I will always take that football route. I will always go there. Because like I said, not only was I doing it for me, I was doing it for my mom, my grandmother, my aunt, which is my best friend. Like I said, my mom had six kids. So, you know, it was a struggle. You know what I'm saying? All our dads wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? So she was doing it by herself. She was the mother and the father. So if I was to take, if I was to go back, back, back again, and you know, if I had to choose, I would definitely take that. Like I said, even if, I can just buy my mom and my grandmother into my house just to put them in. And then, boom, my career fell short. I would have been good with that, man. You know what I'm saying? So it was just all about taking care of my family, man. Even though that was my passion, that's what I always wanted to do. I was good enough at it to get them out. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know what? I would have took that. And then, yeah,
0: and ran with it. Because you, what year was the Depression? Because I, I, that's something. About, from about 2000,
1: let me see. 2011 to like 2014 So yeah, last about three years From like 2011,
0: 2014 Okay Could you imagine yourself being in this position in during that time period? Nah Nah, nah, see that's now where I'm at
1: now After, you know Man, I'm mentally stronger Now, man, you know, like I said, my mother gone now My best friend was my aunt She's gone you know what I'm saying? My favorite uncle gone. <laughs> I done graduated with two degrees. I done started two businesses. Like, now where I'm at now, man, I couldn't even imagine. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't even imagine because me being depressed at this day, when I, when I got people that's dependent on me, I, I can't just do that. You know what I'm saying? I was fresh out of college. I was still trying to figure out my way, so I had time. Now, I ain't got that type of time. If I don't work, stuff don't get paid, like right now. So it's, it's, it's a little different now.
0: You, that's one. That's something I want to touch on, like being an entrepreneur, because a lot of people don't process that. Like, if if things don't go right, you don't get paid, and things can fall behind. Yeah. So, how do you deal with that? With that pressure, you
1: personally? Uh, I always, I should put it like, there's always been under pressure, man. Always been under pressure. Like I said, I use football for everything. Being under pressure in football, I played quarterback. And wide receiver, and if you know anything about football, being a quarterback is pressure in itself. Got to get the whole team involved. You know what I'm saying? It depends on you how the game go. You know, certain people get the ball. It's all on you. So the pressure always been there, even with everything. When I went to college, pressure to, press, pressure to um, pressure to um, do papers, pressure to do homework, like pressure just to do everything to graduate. Like I always had pressure on me, so it was like now, I'm I'm um. It's just like now it is easy. I'm at ease now, you know what I'm saying? So I'm good
0: now. Well, you most people look at um when you go to college, you look at the athletic piece, but you actually got injured, so you had to rely more on the educational piece. So right. how important is education for you? Uh actually
1: it's crazy because now that I got a different look on you know going to college and you know, all College is definitely important. It all depends on what you want to go for. Because like I said, now that I know what I know now, about 60% of the people that go to college don't come out and actually be in that field. You know what I'm saying? They don't actually have a career that they went to college for. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like you pick the right major. And once you pick the right major, I feel like after that, then you can kind of go from there. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, it's definitely important because like now, I, I got an associate in this bachelor's. That was years ago. Now the bachelor's is like a high school diploma. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. Like, yeah, like a master's <laughs> is like a bachelor's now. Don't nobody <laughs> look at stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I know a couple of friends that um, that have master's, master degrees, and, you know, they can't even find a job. So I was like, that's crazy because a bachelor was everything when I came out of college. Now, a master's, you you know what I'm saying? You still can't find a job with a master's. So it's like now... You know, it's almost like you gotta go get the doctorings or something for you to actually, you know, feel wanted and important with this world, man.
0: You know what I'm saying? Because it's now
1: that I know what I know now, a trade is the way to go. And luckily I have a trade. So
0: mm. how important is it to have passion for what you do?
1: And, oh man, that's that's that that's number one. That's gonna drive you. The days that you don't wanna get up, the days that you don't want to do it. The days that you just like, you know what? I'm over it. Oh, man, this ain't working out for me. That's what keeps you going. Because if I didn't have passion for football, trust me, I would have been stopped. After I got hit the first time. After I got hit and laid out the first time. Mama, this ain't for me. <laughs> mama, come get me, ma. This ain't for me, mama. You know what I'm saying? So I had so much passion for the game that it was like, oh, man, I want to get up and compete and show them how I belong and stuff like that. And even with the brand, man, just having passion, just to seeing people happy about the stuff that they get. Like you grab, you give them a shirt, a hat and how appreciative they is. And you putting your all into a brand and you're like, dang, like I'm passionate about this. Like, I love this. I love making people, you know, uh, uh, give them some drip, make them look fresh. Like, you know, I love people taking pictures like, oh, man, you know, I like this, man. I got my new gear and shout me out, man. That That stuff, man. It, it, it just does something to me, you know, on the inside. So it keeps me going. So like I said, but that passion, man, you got to have it because that saves you from the days when you don't want to do it or you want to give up. That's definitely the key. Got to be passionate about Because if you ain't passionate about it, it's kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever, okay. Well, I guess I just do something else. And next thing you know, you ain't never going to be passionate, passionate about nothing, but you're going to do many things and never going to be passionate about it, and you ain't really going to excel in one. So that's definitely important. That's definitely, that's up, that's up there
0: what's the next goal you have for second and sixth clothing the, sec- the
1: next goal is i want to open up a uh, i want to open up a big warehouse i want to open up a big warehouse selling my stuff online to all the um to nationwide overseas i want to be able to do all that and i also want to open up a, a a storefront a storefront a major uh, a storefront and um kind of selling everything to uh, to, uh, to streetwear to uh athletic way. I want everything. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to kind of be like a like an Underarm slash Nike. I want to be able to sell football gear, everything to all sports. Like that's that's
0: when I'm at with it. That's my next goal, my big goal. Even with technology being the way it is, why is a storefront important?
1: Honestly, it's not really important. But you know, for it's a lot of people that don't do online stuff. Like you got kids that might want some gear. They don't really know how to really get online they're like oh mom they eight years old mom can you buy me this buy me that and it's like okay well look I we might have a game Friday and uh I just ordered your stuff it might come next Saturday so you ain't gonna have it so you, I want to have some stuff on hand that somebody can get you know and that's that's tangible that they can get right then and there you know just drive to the store and go get it for a nice price.
0: Okay. I'm gonna close out with this. Um you know you went to college you know fortunately things didn't work out the way you wanted it to but you was able to survive, battle through depression, make your pivot, and now become a successful, um, build your successful line, of second and sixth clothing. So overall, what is your satisfaction level of where you are right now? And
1: honestly, I'm never satisfied. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that I got here so fast, because I thought it was gonna take like three or four, you know, uh, three or four years, and it took me two. Now I'm in uh I'm in three different locations you know I'm out Columbia at Journeys Within Wellness Center shout out to Bilal for that you know making that move for me and I'm also got a uh I'm a supplier in a PG Mall uh at Cap City Cap City Inc so I got a couple you know I got a couple stores that I'm in right now so um I, it it's going good man I, I'm satisfied right now but of course I'm not satisfied so it's it's like a bittersweet thing. Like I'm I'm good because I didn't think I was gonna be here so fast, but of course I want more.
0: Okay. Well, listen, I want to take the time to thank you for um doing the podcast. I really appreciate it. And also want to congratulate you on the success you have and also congratulate you on the upcoming success you have because I'm sure you got more great things ahead. Yeah,
1: and I also I will also before I get off, I want to say, man. I want to say, uh, uh, I want to send a shout out. I just gave a shout out to uh, one, but I want to give a shout out to both of my brand ambassadors, man. Uh, uh, Bilal, man, he uh, he definitely helped me get to where I want to, um, what I wanted to get to. He took me to another level, let me be a part of the journey with him, man. I definitely want to give him a big shout out. That's my bro, man. I love him, and also, man, Scooter Davis, man, Scooter Davis, that's my bro. Like my little bro, I love that man to death, man. I tell everybody. If it wasn't for help, it would be you no know, second and six. That's our little thing. So he been my back brand ambassador since day one. Since two years ago when I first started, I gave him some gear, and it took off. He had pro boxer. I mean, he's 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 going pro, but he was an amateur boxer. He was a great amateur boxer, and he was ranked in the world. And then, like I said, man, I gave him his um, I gave him some gear, and, and then took off. So I want to say shout out to Shock Season, and um, Headbangers Headbangers Gym. Coach, Coach, Coach Burry, Coach Uh Bug, Coach Jamie, man, just you know what I'm saying. Just for letting me come and be a some, part of something special, man. And just going up there and be able to see greatness, man. So I just want to say shout out to them.
0: All right. Well, again, man, congratulations on everything. I wish y'all the best moving forward. And please tell the people how they could follow you and also how they could get um get your merchandise.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. You can uh follow me on uh Instagram at Second and Six Sports follow me there you can follow me on snapchat at second and six sports you can follow me on um facebook at keith hardy find me on there because that's my uh i turn my personal page to my brand page and also my website at second and six sports you can get me there and um yeah all platforms at second and six sports so and also, like I said, I got a location at uh, in Columbia, Maryland, at Journeys Within Wellness Center. You can go out there and grab you some merch, and you can go to Cap City Inc. and Prince George's Plaza and go grab you some merch.
0: All right. Well, again, all the best, brother, and I'm and and I look forward to talking to you again.
1: And uh, thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it,
0: man. Uh, definitely, I want to take the time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore Lamp. My Facebook is also conversations with Lamp. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all for listening. Have a great day.